Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Monday, June 6th, and we are going to have a high of 15 degrees here in the Edmonton region with some rain today. Your mic is backwards. <laughs> you want to fix that? I do. I'm going to turn it around right now. Other way. Other way. No, other way. Two, now I got two turns, two full turns. Yep. <laughs> Broadcasting when... <laughs> live because we would have edited this out. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's like gave me the you're on signal and I looked down at my mic and I'm like where's the logo <laughs> so I flung my microphone around hopefully you guys heard me oh boy <laughs> and I just yawned on the show which is like a big no-no yeah, for the show on. you're it's not Monday supposed morning. to yawn on the show it's oh my gosh <laughs> good morning everyone <sighs> not supposed to yawn on the show it's a big um it's a big no-no because that's like if, if I'm yawning on the show, then I'm making everybody else yawn. Yeah. And if I'm making everybody else yawn, then that's just, well, that's not what that's we're here to hosting. do. That's very bad <laughs> hosting. Uh, we are broadcasting live again. <laughs> Otherwise, we would have edited this out. Um, we are broadcasting live on the Podbean app, as we do every morning. Uh, it's 6 a.m. Monday through Friday. You can join us. Uh, I got to do is just download that app, the Podbean app. And... Uh, subscribe to the real estate investing morning show when uh when you join us live it'll let you know when we're live right it's yeah a i mean it's I, I find it's a little delayed like it tells you a few minutes in but yeah at least you know when we're live though yeah but we're live every day at the same time so just like put in your calendar so it's great <laughs> but it's it's good but it's not great is what you're saying it's fantastic <clears throat> and then uh when, when you're joining us live you can join in on the chat like everybody else is here i'm just gonna quickly scrolling through all the good mornings. Um, it's quite the community of uh, ambitious real estate investors that come in every day here. Mm -hmm. There's also a call-in button. So you can call, click the call-in button, ask any questions that you want related to real estate investing or not related to real estate investing um, for free. So Indeed. it's like free coaching every morning. Take advantage of it. Um, we had one heck of a weekend. We did. Um, we had our big fix and flip bus tour. Um, if you notice that your Facebook and Instagram was littered with yellow buses, that was us. <laughs> that was us. Yeah. Yeah. That was on Saturday. The weather was perfect. The attendees were excited. <clears throat> Everything was fantastic. Yeah. It was a wonderful day. Yeah. It was, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, Gabby and I, we, um, so we started, we got there a little after eight in the morning. And then we left at 8 p.m. Um, so, like, long day. Long day. Didn't really feel like it, though. No, it didn't. I mean, like, I think around 3.30, um, you could see, like, I, I heard on the buses that, like, a few people were, like, not enough on that yeah. last, the last little span of a trip. Yeah. <laughs> from St. Albert back down to uh, Gold Bar. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, some people were just starting to talk about coffee and stuff. <laughs> well, that was yeah, that was the one thing that was difficult to have on. But the, the day flew by, like yeah. flew by. Yeah, we um, so we had four stops planned, and then so late on Friday, which you guys probably wouldn't have heard about because, um, because it happened late on Friday, not early on Friday. Um, late on Friday, I went and checked out a property. Yeah, it was Friday. You're looking was at it? Like, that was Thursday. No, it was okay. Friday. I'm fairly certain. Check the calendar. I'm fairly <laughs> certain it was Friday. Late on Friday, we, um, we went and checked out a property and, um, yeah. And we put in an unconditional offer and it got accepted. So, um, yeah, we added another property, which happened to be in Gold, Gold Bar. Bar, where we were doing our picnics. Down the street from where the picnic <laughs> site was. So we made uh, we made it a mission to try and shave off as, many, as much time as we could from each stop so that we can add in one last final bonus stop on the property that we literally just, you know, got an accepted offer on. <clears throat> And it worked out. We you know what it, it was? I remember now because we did talk about it briefly on Friday because um, you you found out about the property and, and that sort of thing on Thursday. So we talked okay. about the possibility of putting an offer in and then right. you went and saw it on Friday morning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. Um, yeah, we got it. So uh, it was... It was a great opportunity because, you know, we had four different types of properties. <clears throat> Sorry, I mean, at, diff at different various, various different stages of completion. But we didn't have one that was still like in original condition. Mm -hmm. So we really wanted to squeeze that in because we wanted everyone to experience what it's like or what a house looks like. The kind of house you're looking for. <laughs> the kind of house you're looking for. The, the, the state that it's in when you're putting the offer in. And um, as opposed to like everybody else seeing it in demo condition. Yeah. Right. And if I may, <clears throat> you may. this is something that's hard for me. Mm -hmm. And as you guys all saw all over my face, the, uh, those of you who were there at the gold bar is it's really hard for me to walk into a house in the condition that you want it to be and picture what the hell you're going to do with it. Like that's something that I actually do struggle with walking into the, um, the cat house here in Corinthia and Leduc. Yeah. Um, that was a tough one for me. Like it had arched doorways and like moldings all over the, um, arched moldings all over the ceilings and stuff. It's really hard for me to think like, how the hell are we going to fix this? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that was also beneficial probably for a lot of people on the tour who haven't flipped yet to see Oh, holy crap. So you can take something like this mm -hmm. and make it into that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because a lot of people will walk into houses and probably be really intimidated by that and yeah. think, oh, this is way too much work. I need to find something, you know, but that's how you find the, the deal. That's yeah. where you're going to get the price that you need to put the money into it. Right? Yeah. 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 I even, uh, the bus that I was, um, that I was hosting, I even took them around the house yeah. to look for like, you know, um, indications you know uh, things to look for when you're when you're doing um your own not your own home inspection but you know what i mean like when you're walking around a house um before you call a home inspector these are the things you want to look for this and this and this yeah. and this and we're going to get rid of this and we're going to add this and it, i think it gave a lot of um uh, gave a lot of assurance or i think it was valuable to to the yeah. people that were that were that walked with us on that because um yeah it's it's hard um but uh, 
anyways, it was really cool that we got to add that in there. Um, I'm super excited for that property because uh, I think we're going to be able to be a little more creative on that one. Mm-hmm. As opposed to normally, it's like most of the properties, it's like the, we're not. It's funny, actually, that throughout the whole day, people were asking me, how do you, how do you, how do you go about like tear, knowing when to tear down walls and stuff like that? And who do you call? And what do you, who's your engineer? And, you know, and who's your designer? And I'm like, we don't tear down any walls. We don't. Sometimes, if it's possible, we'll tear out the wall from the dining room to the kitchen. That's it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, everything stays. Oh, you don't just like redo the whole, you know, layout? No. This house is one of those ones that we're going to redo the layout. <clears throat> so we're very excited about it because there's enough of a spread. It's in the right area that we have the opportunity to be able to do that. So it's, it's going to, it's going to be pretty cool. You know, we'll hire a designer and we'll, you know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get a drawing done up and, and uh, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be very fun. Um, that's why I'm excited for it. And I'm, you know, this Gabby saying like, I'm looking over here. I'm like, Gab, are you not excited? Everybody else is excited. Gabby's not. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> she can't see it. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, there were a bunch of really creative people at the bus tour. They were like, oh, what you should do is you should put this over here. You should pull that wall back a little bit. You'll get a little more, a little more kitchen cabinet space. I'm like, oh, good idea. Yeah. And so, yeah, we were having a bit of fun with that. It was, uh, it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but then we also had um, a couple <laughs> a couple properties in, in prep stage. Yeah. And we also had a um, property at almost completion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at the finishing touches stage. And then one completed, ready to list t- today. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any today. moment. Yeah. So, yeah, it was super cool. I'm glad that we ha- were able to showcase all the stages of the renovations all in, in one day. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. It, uh, <clears throat> we were finishing up and uh, Gabby's like, we kind of looked at each other like, wow, that like went really, really well. Yeah. You know, it's like, you don't really know, to be honest, you don't really know how things are going to go. Yeah. You think you've done everything you can like, okay, we're ready for the day. <laughs> you know, we got started and like we're on the buses and we got our lists and, and, uh, Jared Como is uh, helping us out and, uh, and, and hosting the one bus and I host the other bus and, and Jared did fantastic by the way. Thank you so much. If you mm-hmm. are on, if you're not, um, get the fuck out of bed. Um, but, uh, so we had a little bit of trouble with like a few couple people that were missing, um, a couple people that we forgot had decided to drive. So there was a little bit of a hiccup in the beginning. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you know, just, we were able to shave off time. Food showed up when it was supposed to show up. The kids had a blast. There was like 15 kids or so. And they had, they they were just having fun all day. You know what I found really funny though, is that like, um, so like I, I planned out kind of like the route and the timing of, you know, like when we would arrive, mm-hmm. when we would leave, when we would need everybody back on the buses and stuff. And mm-hmm. after our first stop, which was right around the corner in Otwell, so right around the corner from Gold Bar, um, we leave and we're headed down to Leduc to the Corinthia project. And there's a parade going down the entire oh, yeah. main strip of Leduc, like from top to bottom of Leduc. And so we 
and I'm driving my car trying to get ahead of, of the buses to, you know, open up the properties. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh my God, the parade. So we're going through like all these little residential roads. And so like, and we were trying to shave off time to get that fifth property in. Yeah. So it's like every time we shaved off time, it was just like, boom, parade. And then heading back up to St. Albert. Um, thankfully the bus drivers Googled the map, but I was like, I know where I'm going. I don't need to Google it. <laughs> I go to get onto the Anthony Henday and there's like major construction on the on the west side and I am in like standstill traffic and I'm like oh my goodness so yeah but thankfully the buses went a different way so they got there I was a little bit late but <laughs> Gabby, Gabby texts me she's like uh Anthony Hende slow down and I I'd just been in the middle of conversations for so long I just kind of popped my head up above the seats a little bit I'm like where are we? Where are we? Why are we on the white mud? And everybody's like, yeah, I guess they're taking a detour. And then we realize, well, they yeah. were smart. Yeah, they were smart. Yeah. So anyways, we kept shaving, shaving off time and then like, ah, and then yeah, bathroom situations. Everybody had to use the bathrooms. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, that was, that was one of the little issues that uh, you got to make sure you have uh, functioning toilets and doors. Yeah. Um, yeah. Houses. We had a couple of properties that we knew wouldn't have bathrooms. So we're like, hey, everybody use the bathroom here because there's not going to be one at the next stop. And we got like 45 minute drives between properties. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it was, was an absolute was, blast. Sorry, I want to say, which was great. The fact that the, the houses were so spread out between Leduc and St. Albert and Otwell. Um, it was great because it gave everybody a chance to chat on the bus for like half an hour to 45 minutes between each stop. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it was. It was really great. Gabby and I were yeah. just, you know, the end of the you know we we're leaving the parking lot and and uh Gab goes like it just it went so good i said like, yeah i was like yeah it went off without a hitch like nothing went wrong and i'm like don't say that we're not out yet uh, as like we're leaving there's, the there's lot. as we're leaving the parking lot like there's kids running over yeah the place. he's like, like don't hit gonna, a kid or something you're gonna hit a kid or something's <laughs> gonna ruin the day and we get around the corner and sure enough uh gabby starts hearing thug thug quickly pull over pull over and i look at her tire on the driver's side, there is a monstrous screw. I mean, like, I I don't know. I I mean, I can't wait to see it when it comes out of the tire. Yeah. But, like, a ridiculously large screw just sticking out. Yeah. And I'm like, you got to be shit. And he's like, well, the tire's still full. Like, it's, it hasn't started to deflate. Sometimes, the sensor hasn't gone off on the on the dashboard. <laughs> sometimes you can get away with it, and it just it plugs, it plugs the it hole. With a slow leak. But we got a 45-minute drive home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, let's just go for it, and hopefully, you, you know, get we home. get enough air yeah. in the tire, and, uh, and, and we'll get home. And, yeah, sure enough, we got maybe five more minutes. Done. Got onto the Anthony Henday and just like, yeah, Done. I'm like, oh, I got to pull over. <laughs> so an amazing day was ruined by a flat tire. Uh, it wasn't ruined. We were just like, oh, okay, well, call the tow truck, call an Uber. Let's go. <laughs> Do you think that our business um, mindset has like really developed us as 1, people? 1,000%. <laughs> 1,000%. Being able to just like be like, okay, what do we have to do? Like Wayne was just like, give me two minutes to think. And while he was thinking, I was searching up the tow truck that we used a couple of weeks ago to get the car into the shop. Yep. <laughs> and um, he's like, okay, you call the tow truck. I'll, I'll order an Uber. And we, yeah, packed up our stuff. And what did, stuff do we need to bring? Yeah. What stuff can stay? Yeah. But yeah, like 1000% that was like our, our calmness when we face like random situations now is like next level. Like nothing really impacts us these days. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really cool. 
it's really cool that like that it's not just you know developing and making business decisions it's just making decisions in life you know focusing on the things that you can't control focusing on the you know and not focusing on the things you can't control yeah um kirsten says here you guys need to keep a plug kit in the vehicle but honestly kirsten like after that day we were just like like even if we had a plug kit i don't i think we would have done the same thing yeah like call the uber get the tow truck get us the hell home yeah you know like someone asked well why didn't you just go grab the spare well one like the car was full of like coolers, coolers and, and stuff like that and at the end yeah. of a long day like that i'm not i'm not changing tire on the side of the highway no nope. yeah. it's uh it's not um it's not what you know it's who you know yeah and i'm just like nope i'm not doing it, it yeah. <laughs> i don't know it's just it's it's it, it, it the most of our business development is kind of like um trickled into our lives as well and it's just like um, no, i'm not i'm gonna take an uber home yeah i don't care what it costs I just want to get my family home. I don't want to, my kids stressing out, right? Yeah, she's and, like, what's uh, happening? What happened? Just get yeah. it over to the dealership. They can deal with it. We'll go pick it up on Monday. Yeah. If, you know, tomorrow we'll take an Uber this place. Like, it's, it's, um, <laughs> all those things that we talked about in the five elements of fulfillment in, in the live training a couple weeks ago. You know what I mean? It's just like, we have the certainty. We have these things in place that just like, it's when, when, when money is not an issue, it just makes things a lot easier. Right? Just, nope, this is the decision we're going to do. This is who we call. That's it. Done. Mm-hmm. Back to our normal schedule. Um, Jessica's got a request to call in here. I'm just, I'm, I don't know. Nope. Yes. 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 She is. Yes. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Amazing. Sorry, I missed the, the fun with the buses on the weekend. That would have been really great. That's okay. It would have been a big drive for you. We understand. Yes. <laughs> and you just made that big drive the weekend before. Yeah. I did. Yeah. So, you know, maybe maybe it's in my future if if it's in your future. We'll see. 100%. Yeah. If the uh, uh, yeah, stars align. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's still helpful for me nonetheless because of what you guys are talking about today. So, um we looked at a couple of potential flips on the weekend. So I they would, saw your story. Our, yeah, they would be our first, our first ones, I guess. Mm-hmm. So uh, we went into one that would be, we would see, we are seriously considering it. Um, it was the type of house that you would need a shower after you were in it. <laughs> like beautiful. Like you guys always say, that's that's the best, yeah. right? Yeah. But when do you know that it's too bad? Like. <laughs> I don't know if that's an easy question or like easy answer, but like, what's too much? Like the roof is like, you can see that the, the, the shingles are like totally almost gone in some places. And it's like, it's rained inside the house in the hallway. You know what I mean? Like, is that a bad thing? Obviously. Um, as long as the, the bones are good. And you don't really know. I mean, like, is the house falling over? No. Spots? Yeah, no. Okay. Then, um, you know, shingles get replaced. It's very simple. If if the sheeting underneath the shingles are completely just, you know, damaged rotted due to um, yeah. and rotted out due to, you know, moisture and rain, then they replace the sheeting. And so your shingles are going to cost you about seven or eight grand. Your sheeting is going to cost you about five grand. You know what I mean? If that's okay. If that's what happens, if it's completely rotted out. Now... I mean, the only, the best way to know that is, is to get a home inspector into the attic or ask your husband nicely. 
Um, <laughs> it's not a, it's not a fun thing going up there. It's like being covered in spider web and stuff. And um, but you know, just to go in there and see if it's rotted out. I mean, that's this is this is very rare, right? Um, but if you want that assurance to know that there is not that five thousand dollar expense, then then just go up and take a peek in the attic. Um, if the waters come down through the ceiling, you know, inside the house, then if there's enough significant water damage, then that means the drywall on the ceiling needs to be replaced. And um, you just price that out, right? Um, I mean, th that's that right there. That's for water damage. You know, the next big thing is just to know, as long, again, as long as like no walls are like visually like falling over, like if you're not getting a home inspection, if you are, then they'll be able to tell all of this. The next step is to check the foundation. That's the next big, you know, um, that's that's the other part of the body that you need to make sure is, is still good. So, you know, you want to check, you know, see if there's any cracks. Um, check off the windows. Check off the corners. Um, check everywhere, to be honest. But, I mean, the high probable areas are normally off windows where there's been cuts. Those are high stress areas. Yeah. Okay. I was, yeah, I was also going to say that, like, I'm, I'm guessing that you guys would get a home inspection. Is that correct? Yeah, I think we could. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what I was going to say is, you know, you, you say how much work is too much. And to me, it's like, well, you find out what work needs to be done. And if the numbers still work, yeah. if you're able to get it low enough to be able to repair all those things and still have an ARV that you're happy with, then no work is too much. It's it's about all about the numbers, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, so you just need to make sure that you, you know, kind of like get quotes for whatever comes up in the home inspection and see what that's all going to come to. And then, you know, whatever work you guys are going to do yourselves or yeah. hire out and just, yeah, do do the budget based on whatever the home inspection tells you. And if the ARV is still there and good, then uh, maybe you need to negotiate a bit lower based on what you find because, holy, you need a new roof, a new furnace, a new this, a new that. There's yeah. a crack that needs to be filled. And then maybe you can get more off the price to make it worth the extra work that needs to be done, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like I was saying, as long as the, as long as the sticks are all good and the foundation's good, then you know the the big the big costs and expenditures that are outside of a normal flip are sheeting on the roof and drywall. Otherwise, okay. you know what I mean. You, you're right. You got the studs. You, like you've got the foundation is good. Um, everything else on the inside, for the most part, except for drywall. I mean, like ideally, you don't want to re-drywall the whole place. It's just, it's expensive. Yeah. But otherwise, you know, the inside all gets replaced. The yeah, you're tearing it all out anyways. Taken out the toilet, yeah. the tub, the shower, everything gets taken out. It's um, that's pretty that's pretty normal. Um, you just want to make sure that the the bones are all good. And it's very rare, you know, that a house is falling over. Like you know, when you drive down the highway and you see those old you know, hundred year old barns that are just like, how are they still standing? Um, <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like, or it's uninhabitable. I, 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 I just point that out because like, that's the one thing that like, well, is it, fall where is this house? It's in the middle of nowhere and it's falling over. Otherwise it's such a rare occurrence that, you know, you just want to check the foundation. So, you know, walk through the basement and see what exposed walls are already there, already there. If you can see the foundation, that's great. If not, you know, walk the perimeter of the property and look at the parging. There's normally parging over top yep. of it. Mm -hmm. And if you see any cracks in the parging, that doesn't necessarily mean that the foundation is cracked, but it's an indication that there may be, if there was a crack in the foundation, it would propagate out towards the parging. So you right. can be like, okay, if there's a crack in the parging. There may be a crack here in the foundation. Um, now you're not gonna be able to know for sure until you tear out the drywall downstairs. Mm -hmm. uh, and they won't let you until you buy it. So, uh, <laughs> and a home inspector is not going to know any different. 
right? They yeah. can't see behind walls. They don't have x-ray vision. So you can try to check for moisture and stuff. And moisture. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They use whatever tools they got to try to give you the best. But, you know, pay attention to which direction the, the crack is coming out of the parging. If it's vertical, it's normal. And that's, and I'll just tell you that. I mean, everybody knows that vertical cracks are completely normal in foundations. Even brand new properties have vertical cracks. Um, it, it is what it is, but it's the horizontal cracks that scare people because those ones there are serious cracks um, that cost significantly more to repair. A, a vertical crack is like seven or 800 bucks to fill with some epoxy. It's pretty mm -hmm. simple. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know what? Did, did I give you enough there? Yeah. We're going to make an offer. <laughs> Amazing. Just based on that. Awesome. So awesome. exciting. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait to hear more. Awesome. Thanks, you guys. Hey, Thank have a great you. day, Jessica. You too. Bye-bye. That's it, awesome. I'm excited for them. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really is that simple. I try and make things as simple as possible for everyone. Mm -hmm. Even when we were walking through that last house in Gold Bar, I'm like, it's, it's really this simple. And they're like, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? I'm like, it's okay. They take care of that stuff. And some people are asking me very technical questions. I'm like, I don't know the answers to those things, but I have the right people that give me the answer to those things. And it's just all about like stepping out of your comfort zone and trusting, trusting the process and trusting your team. Yeah. Um, and once you've got that all figured out, I mean, it is, it really is that simple. Mm -hmm. Um, it makes the decisions that much easier. It does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like to be able, I walked into that property at nine 30 and I had an offer in there at 10 45 and offers were being, you know, submitted to the seller uh, at 11 AM. Like it was that fast. Mm -hmm. Um, but once you get to that level of speed, you're going to, that's how you get deals, right? Because you're able to move fast. But had I waited a day and wanted to, you know, and had to do this, had to hum and haw and go back and do the numbers, I would have never gotten that property. Yeah. Wilson uh, said uh, sewage line is a good one as well. Yes. Unfortunately, there's no time to, um, to scope the sewage line. If you are getting a home inspection, I would, I would suggest it. Um, get the sewage line, um, the sewer line uh, scoped as well yeah. to see if there's any damages. Mm -hmm. Um. I will get back to the other questions here, but there was one thing I wanted to point out. Um, did a cool little exercise, not an exercise, but when we were, uh, when we were doing presentations at the property, I had asked, I said, um, there were 75 people that showed up. Right. And, uh, uh I asked, yeah. yeah, just about, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd asked how many people have done a flip before and, uh, four people put their hands up. Mm-hmm. So you got this huge backyard, you know, full of people, four people put their hands up. And I asked how many people want to do a flip. And uh, the other 71 put their hand up. <laughs> and, you know, most of the people that were there, I, 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 I know most of them or I know of them, most of them. You know what I mean? I, I, I know our community pretty well. Um, most, most of these people have been wanting to do a flip for quite some time. Right. And, and, and this flip tour, you know, was, was what they needed. They needed to be able to go out and see properties and be able to go and walk through properties with us. Yeah. But, um, you know, just like I was saying a minute ago, it's everyone's just kind of looking for that, that assurance that it's going to be all okay. And, uh, with fix and flips with rental properties, more so with fix and flips, obviously there's a little more risks. Um, at the end of the day, you just need to go and, and sign an offer. Yeah. 
That's it. You just need to go to see a property and you need to write an offer. You need to buy it. You just need to pull the trigger. Um, because I don't think that there's anything that you are going to hear or learn that is going to, that's going to make the decision any easier. Mm-hmm. You just need to make the decision. Um, I don't like telling people to go in blindly, you know what I mean? Just have faith that it's going to work out. Like you do need to do your research, but for the most part, everybody that was there had learned enough information from that day to go and take action. Yeah. Um, maybe you need a contractor. Yeah. We'll go call a bunch of contractors. Done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I can tell you that that first, that first deal that you do, that first fix and flip, you're always going to go over budget. Yes. Right. Yeah. And you always, that first, that first contractor is probably sometimes uh, not going to work out. Right. Your relationship with them is not going to be good, but the only way to build a relationship with a contractor is to work with them. It's to start. Yeah. It's to start. So you have to start. You have to be prepared and um, you have to expect to maybe lose a little bit of money or break even on your first couple properties. As long as there's a decent enough spread and the numbers work, maybe you sacrifice your profit on the first couple properties in order to, to build your team. Maybe that's how you got to do it. But just make that decision and know that, that that's what your expectations are. If you're planning on making $50,000 off that first living, you need that $50,000 in order to pay for your wages because you quit your job, then that's a lot of unnecessary stress to put on that, right? I think that, that was the, that's what made it so easy for us is because we expected to lose $5,000 on our first three properties. Yeah. And with that, it, we had, you know, that was our expectations. It made everything else so, so much easier. You know what I mean? We were, we were, we gave ourselves permission to fail. Yeah. Right. It, no, like we that. weren't trying to, but we gave mm-hmm. ourselves permission to fail. So that way, if we did, it wasn't going to ruin us. It wasn't going to make us quit. And we knew that we were in, essentially paying for education. Mm-hmm. You know, we could have went and took a course, but we still would have made mistakes at the like on the first one, yeah. like you can't just like go through a flipping course and then expect to have a home run the first time. Like you still need to go through the motions and hire the person, you know, every contractor is going to be different. They're all going to cost different amounts of money. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to use different supplies that cost different amounts of money. So, you know, like it's not all just going to line up exactly with your budget. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be variances and yeah, I love that permission to fail. And that's your education. Like literally, you need to go through one to learn. I think I was talking with um, Amanda and Sean about that at the at the picnic site after that. Um, you, you need to go through it to find out what exactly it entails and what everything is going to cost and how it's all going to come together. So yeah. that first one is really like putting a plan together. Yeah, and th- and this goes like I said, like I was saying, this goes for all strategies as well. You know, just just normal long-term buy and hold which by the way there's nothing wrong normal long-term buy and hold it's a great investment uh, strategy um it's the same thing like you need to just go for it our first property we talked about our first property on friday i believe our first property we messed up we overpaid by twenty thousand dollars um we weren't able to put a legal suite in it because we didn't understand the bylaws and our realtor um, at the time, didn't really know either. Yeah. 
Right? So we made a mistake with building our team. We made a mistake with the property. We had all of the right determination, right? Mm -hmm. We did it. I think someone asked us how, uh, how long did it take you to buy your first property or something along those lines? Yeah. Yeah. And we said, it didn't, it wasn't very hard. Actually, no. we missed out on our first one and we got FOMO and then we bought one within a few days later. Like we, we had the determination to do it. We gave ourselves permission to kind of fail. You know what I mean? Like, let's just go for it and we'll figure it out. And uh, we went $20,000 over value. Um, we renovated, I think, ten dollars or $20,000 over what we were supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, we couldn't get it legally suited. Yeah. And yet, we've still made money on it. Mm-hmm. We talked about it. Even with that, the mortgage pay down alone fixed our mistakes. Yeah. You know what I mean? That That's... I don't know what else we could have done to, to, to really mess that up. Our first two tenants, we had to go to court. Mm-hmm. First two or first three. three? First three tenants, we had to go to court. <laughs> right? We ended up winning, but you know what I mean? Like we, it's never going to go perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are today. Here we are today. That property is, is still our best cash flowing property because we fixed it. Right? We, we made it right afterwards. Yeah. We didn't know everything in the beginning. We had the determination, though, to, to figure it out. Yeah. We made mistakes. We've still made money on it. We've averaged approximately 10% per year on our investments, which is amazing. Right? And we just kept going. We didn't, we didn't let it slow it. We didn't let it uh, slow us down. So that goes for every strategy, whether you're doing a rent-to-own business or whether you're going, you know, doing your first long-term buy and hold, which, by the way, nobody bought their first property last week. Um, or whether that be your first fix and flip. Um, eventually, you're just going to have to pull the trigger. Yeah. Which, okay. I don't want to go too far off topic on this one. But I'm fascinated with what, how that happens. You know what I mean? How those pivotal moments are created. Mm-hmm. When does someone just say, Gah! Fuck it. Yeah. What? How does that happen? You know what I mean? Because I've said that a, a, a few times. That was the big thing at the last cabinet retreat. You just got to start saying fuck it more. Yeah. F- fuck it. Okay, let's do it. I'm always fascinated with where that comes from. You know what I mean? Is it from a podcast like today? Because trust me, I had a few conversations with a few people. They heard one of our podcasts and they said fuck it. And they went and did something. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God, that makes me feel really, it it, 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 uh, it makes me feel good. But at the same time, it also, it's like, oh, my gosh, what is Realize, this power yeah, that I have? Yeah, the responsibility that you have to. I have, and I talked to Gabby about that a lot. I have to be really careful because I want to inspire people to make decisions and to move forward. But at the same time, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that. Because at the same time, I don't want to um, inspire someone to do something where they you know, it doesn't work out. Maybe they're not prepared. It's, 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 it's a, it's a really weird place for me to be. Um, because I, I think it's amazing that we're able to help people and inspire people at the same time. Like some people just aren't cut out for it mm-hmm. and I'm inspiring the wrong people. Um, but yeah, I'm always fascinated with that. Is, is, is it, is it just like a moment like that where you hear someone say something a certain way? Yeah. Is it some inspirational Instagram post with a lion on it? <laughs> 
is it some like Jordan Peterson or some bro Jogan, you know, podcast that you listen to and you heard some guy and they said something, is it Steve Harvey? Is it Tony Robbins? Or you read some chapter and it's like, he's absolutely right. Is Barry Maguire just, you know, say, you know, it's not about being perfect about, okay, I'm butchering. Getting here. started. Yeah. It's, it's, it's about getting started. Right. It's about that one damn deal. And you're like, holy shit. It just, that makes total sense. Fuck it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. What is it? What What is it that makes people do it? As as a coach, I'm fascinated with it because I, I want to be able to figure that out. But yeah. everyone is different. Yeah. They have to be in the right moment, in the right state. Yeah. In order to, to, to for that perfect storm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Wayne, it's funny that you just got into your little rant on that because I was just about to say before you got into that, that, you know, we literally just said that you can't expect your first one to be a home run and that you just need to, you know, get the experience and, and learn from that first one. So like, just get started. But I wonder, you know, how, how many people will hear that and say, okay, I get it. There, I, there's only so much I can learn and I just need to go do it. And how many people will still say, mm, no, I'm still not sure about this, 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 and this. So, and then, and then maybe it'll be, five years before they buy their first flip, yeah. even though they really want to flip or their first property or their first property. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want you all to know, and, and some people, maybe you're new to the podcast, maybe don't know us very well, or some people that just, you know, you feel like there's a catch. There is no catch here. I'm not charging you for this podcast. We like, we're not making any money off you doing flips. Okay. Nope. <laughs> we're not making any money off you buying rental properties. This is all for you. Because I've, I've, I've seen what it can do for us. I've seen what it can do for others. And we're here just to inspire you to be able to have the exact same. Because I know that's what you want. Mm -hmm. You're all here because that's what you want, right? So we're trying to, 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 to say it in a certain way at a certain time when you're in a certain mood in order to give you the inspiration in order to take action and say, fuck it. So, but there's no, there's no benefit to us whatsoever. Whatsoever. I mean, if I wanted to be benefit to us, I would say there would be no free podcast every morning and I'd tell you all to join our mentorship program. See, now there would be benefit, right? Yeah. I would, if you want the secret three-step formula, you have to join our mentorship program, right? That would make a little more sense. And there are some programs out there that are like specifically, well, I'd love to show you our three-step process to making a million dollars or to raising 10 million, right? And the only way for you to find that out is to join my program or to take my course. But that's not the case. We are literally giving it to you for free. So there is no, there's no benefit to us. We're literally doing it for you. So what's holding you up? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Why didn't anyone step up last week to buy their first rental property? Maybe everybody owns rental properties. No, that's not that's <laughs> not correct. Why didn't anybody buy their next one? Mm -hmm. Literally, everybody says, "I want to I want to build a portfolio." Right? Yeah. I want to build a big portfolio, and then I want to get into this, and then I want to do this. Well, why didn't you take the next step last week? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's. Uh, like, like I was saying a second ago, as a coach, this is this is the stuff that fascinates me because I try to understand people the best that I can because I have the information. Mm -hmm. And most coaches have the information, right? We know how to do it. We've done it. That's why people come to us. They come to us because show me how you did it. 
and I'm showing you how we do it every morning and yet they're still not doing it. Mm -hmm. That is the hard part about coaching is trying to figure out how to inspire people the right way at the right time. Yeah. Right. And that's why you'll probably hear me say the same things over and over again, just a little bit differently every day. Yeah. Somebody that's needs why, to hear it differently. That's yeah. why at the end of each podcast, I'm saying the same things a little bit differently strategically at the end of the podcast so that you leave with, you know, we've sent, we've given you a ton of information for 55 minutes. And then for five minutes, I'm going to try and say something a certain way in order for you to actually take that information and act on it. <clears throat> Today might be the day. Today might be the day we get a message afterwards where someone says, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And then I know that it's an hour we're spent. Yeah. Well spent. Um, Wilson says we bought our 11th house. Thanks to you guys. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Wilson's not scared. No. Jess ain't scared. No. They got their goals in mind. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> I fucking love Zakaya. <laughs> um, I didn't, I didn't give, so Zakaya was hosting, uh, one of our flip properties, um, on the weekend. And, um, I talked to everybody and then I forgot to talk to Zakaya before. And I'm like, dude, do you have all the numbers and you all good? Like, I'm sorry, man. Like I completely forgot like to, to prep you on this and just, just with good posture and, and, and good confidence. He just says, no, I'm all good. He says, I'm built different. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm built different. That's his, that's, that's his story, right? That's how he walks story. into rooms. Yeah. That's how he stands in front of 75 people. I'm built different, right? Yeah. How many times have you heard me say I'm a monster? No one can touch me. Yeah. Nobody can touch me. You can't touch me. I'm an absolute fucking monster. No one can touch me. I'm like Zakai, he's built different. You know what I mean? Nowhere in there did I say that I was an introvert. Nowhere in there did I say that I'm Sagittarius. You know what I mean? <laughs> the, the stories that you tell yourself as you walk into rooms and as you explain yourself to other people, that's, it's powerful. It's the belief. It's your, it's your, you know, it's the belief in yourself and, 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 and the world and like, and, and where you stand and how you fit in. It's, it's, it's fascinating how just a couple words can just completely change the outcomes of your life and, and, and what comes towards you. That's the other thing. It's not just about what you put out there. It's also what comes back towards you. Right. Absolutely. Right. Um, you know what, there's a couple, uh, I know I'm miss, oh wow, 93, 93 new messages. Fantastic. Um, Wayne, do you mind? Oh, sorry. Did you have something you wanted to say? Yeah, okay, I, I do have something I want to say, yeah. um, because that was an amazing weekend and I did not actually take a second to thank our sponsors from the weekend. It's <laughs> literally what I was going to say before we moved on from see that, the... <laughs> see that circle right there on my paper so I don't forget. <laughs> Like I just want. I was, like, was going to say before we move on from the bus tour stuff, can we thank our sponsors? Okay, so like guys, <laughs> if you're planning on buying a rental property or you're planning on buying your first flip, for the love of God, go call Calvin Realty. Okay. Okay, I'm saving you a shit ton of time and trouble. Yeah. Okay, if you're if you're in the Edmonton area, in the Edmonton area, okay. Go call. I'm I'm saving you time. You want to use whatever realtor you want to use, and like cool, they can probably do. They can do all the things that Calvin Realty do, um, but Calvin Realty does more, and there's a reason why I use them. Okay, yeah, that's it, plain and simple. 
It's it's that that's why. So info at Calvin Realty dot don't, yeah, <laughs> don't just guess. Just I don't know. Yeah, but like on that note, like not, I mean, like um, Calvin, Catherine, and Joel were all on the bus tour. So those of you who are there um, got a chance to chat with them, hopefully. But like Joel does flip houses. Yes. Like he's a flipper. So he's super knowledgeable. Calvin is like hands down, like we trust him to go through and Zoom call us and show us all the things that need to be. Um, changed out all of the, you know, if he sees anything in the foundation, Did like Catherine as well. Yeah, 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 and and yeah. So like their their team is is the team to, to help you find a flip. Like Plus honestly, they do so much like cool shit as well. Like in August, they do, they've got yeah. a golf tournament as well, um, and we're going to be sponsoring one of the holes. We're going to be there. Um, rumor <laughs> has it we're going to be giving away a. <laughs> we're going to be giving away. Um, a membership to our master's mentorship program. program. Yeah. A one year um, membership. So like we're, we're really setting the bar for the other sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be giving away a $10,000 program at our hole. Now it's not going to be easy. If you think you're just going to show what you're going to get, you know, a $10,000 coaching program because you just showed up, then, then you're going to be in for a surprise. We're going to, it's going to be something challenging, right? We're going to make you step outside of your comfort zone, but yeah, like, they're doing a golf thing. They did a bus tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it earlier this year or last year? Not a bus tour, a flip tour. They did a flip tour. Yeah. That's right. They did a flip tour, sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, they're always doing cool, fun, cool stuff. Yeah. Um, so definitely go check them out if, if you're in the Edmonton area and you were looking to get your first either rental property or flip property. Yeah. Okay. I also want to thank Calvert Home Financing. Yes. Um, they sponsored our dinner for the bus tour, which was incredible. Um, how do you finance properties? Calvert. Calvert. Yeah. Simple. It's very the easy. solution. <laughs> um, how many times have we heard over the last few weeks that like people were like, oh yeah, I need to call Calvert. And, and, and uh, someone even told me. Well, how does it, how, what are their fees like? And what are the percentages? Somebody and, told well, me know. that I've been so busy at work. I haven't had, I need to take a, an afternoon off to call them. I'm like, you need to call them on your 15 minute break. It is fast. Yeah. You call them, they answer the phone. They're like, Hey, no problem. We're going to send you all the information and the the applications and such and they get it to you within a couple minutes like call that first call is so easy you don't realize how incredibly simple their process is and how amazing their staff is as well so like just make the call and that's and they will give you all the information you need stop asking me just call calvert home mortgage very very simple Mm -hmm. very simple go to their website you can get their information okay yeah that's how you finance them oh and if you if you don't want on market deals and you and you've got your financing all covered then call DCI for wholesaling opportunities off market deals yeah DCI like they're they're out of Ontario they're operating in Alberta um, just a, a, like a freaking awesome wholesaling company yeah um, they get off market deals all the time all you got to do is just join their um, their buyers list which I'm just gonna pull up really quickly here do you have it on you I don't oh, shoot. <laughs> um, you know what I'm gonna do? Uh, okay, you talk about DCI for a sec and and what they sponsored. Yeah, so DCI sponsored our lunch on the flip tour as well, which was awesome. We had like t- uh, 21 pizzas delivered to the <laughs> Corinthia house, so that was pretty cool. Um, and yeah, they generously um, sponsored that lunch. And did you find your information? Yeah, you okay. betcha. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna go to DCI Delta Charlie igloo properties.ca slash alberta 
dash buyers. If you didn't get it, just hit the rewind button. DCI properties.ca slash Alberta dash buyers. If you were on the flip tour and you forgot to scan the QR code, this is your chance to do it right now. So, yeah. and it, you know what, you guys, if, if you didn't and you were on the flip tour, like, please, please do do it because they sponsored your lunch. They, they, you know, helped us out with, with the, the bus tour, like get on their list, show them some support too. Yeah. Right. And like, you get to see properties. Yeah. Even if you're not ready to pull the trigger, like you get to see properties that, you know, and analyze them. Right? Yeah. I got a couple properties a week coming through. Um, funny story, actually, they they sent one out a little while back, and I was so pissed that I didn't get it. So if you're on their um, their buyers list, you would have gotten the email. They had a property property in South Edmonton, and it was like uh, like a two thousand square foot, like two thousands built, um, like a two thousand one, two thousand two built house with a double attached garage. These are not typically the houses that you're looking at. When you're doing flips, you're normally looking at 1960s, 1970s bungalows, right? To see a 2,000 square foot house with an attached garage, I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, how could we make any money off of this? And um, as soon as you open up the pictures, that place yeah. was fucked. destroyed. It it was a hoarder house, Big and I've never seen one that bad. I like the bathrooms were literally full of what looked like diapers. The shower was full to the ceiling. To the ceiling, yeah. And the sinks were full of like Burger King cups. It was like, and there was shit everywhere. Everywhere. I'm not saying like garbage. I'm talking about feces. <laughs> feces. It was it was crazy. But I mean, I even with that, I'm as soon as I saw it, I'm frantically trying to call, trying to get this property. And apparently there was a ton of interest. But like most people would be like, oh, I don't know. Like, what's it gonna be like behind all that? And like, I don't <laughs> Doesn't care. <it> matter. <laughs> that is like maybe tops ten thousand dollars for the cleanup. Yeah. You get a bin, you hire a company, and they come in and they just like they get rid of all the junk. Mm -hmm. But behind that, I mean, like maybe a little bit of drywall work. Mm -hmm. Maybe we gotta do a little mold remediation if there's, you know, and a big, deep, deep clean. But otherwise, <laughs> it's just a normal property after that. Mm -hmm. And you just put everything back together. Mm -hmm. New fridge, new stove, new kitchen cabinets, new sink, new tub. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Same thing. But the spread was so monstrous on that thing. I think it was like a $275,000 spread. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care if the the, the remediation takes 50 grand. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make money on this house. Yeah. I think that I think my, my projection was I was going to make like 100K. Worst case scenario. Yeah. I'm like, this is a absolute no-brainer. <laughs> Anyways, I we didn't get it. Um it was uh, gone before you, it was yeah. gone it was gone but uh, that was dci properties like they, yeah. they locked that up and they and they so they have a they have a team here in edmonton and calgary but they put a ton of money into into marketing, marketing a yeah. ton they've like largest wholesaling as far as i know the largest wholesaling company in canada so mm -hmm. um you know if you're trying to find off-market deals and you're like you know flirting and putting up yellow signs why not just get somebody else to do it Again, it's kind of like you're on the side of the road. I could have changed my tire. Nope. I just get DCI to do it. Mm -hmm. Same thing. You know what I mean? I could go fly your houses. No, I'm just going to go home and let somebody else do it. So yeah. get on their buyer's list and just at the very least, just have a look at the properties. Um, so again, thank you to DCI. Thank you to Calvert. Thank you to Calvin Realty. Yeah, I, that messes me up every time. <laughs> Calvert Home Mortgage. Calvin Realty. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to answer Jeremy's question real quick here. We've got about 10 minutes left. Let's go take a quick sip of water. 
Holy man. The hour flew by. Yeah, we were just chit-chatting. Um, uh, Jeremy had a question. When analyzing a flip deal, how do you calculate what a good deal is? Is it a good idea to start by calculating ARV? Yes. I'm going to give a quick answer today. ARV stands for after repaired value. So what you do is you would ask your realtor, call up Calvin Realty, say, hey, I'm looking at this property. What would the ARV be if I renovated this um, nicely? And what they'll do is they will pull sold comparables um, and they will, you know, estimate what the ARV is going to be. What you do is you were now you reverse engineer that you determine, you know, what the ARV is, you're going to subtract the renovation cost. You're going to subtract how much money you want to make on the property. And then that is what you need to offer them on the property. Okay. Very mm -hmm. simple stuff. Yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, Leo asked, is the sewer line inspection cost extra during a regular home inspection? Yes. yes. A couple hundred bucks. Um, they'll take a, a camera on like a snake um, and they'll feed it through the sewer line. And then as they pull it back, they got the camera to be able to check and see if there's any defects. Uh, yeah. It also measures line. how far down the line you are. So you know where, yes. you know, if something is determined on your property or if it might be on city property. So. Uh, Kirsten says after, this is a very long time ago, this, this comment, but that night we talked to a contractor. Then we went out on the next day and found a FISBO that might work. Mm. Boom. That's awesome. Congrats. I hope that works out for you guys. Um, Jeremy says, who feels ready to make an offer on a property this week? Yeah. I was about to say I do, but I know that um, Gabby would get really I'll slap mad. you. <laughs> I'm not supposed to buy anymore until we sell two of the properties. Just a little busy. It's a little busy. Do you want to start from the bottom of the list and I'll, I'll work my way down? Um, uh, Jessica, Jessica asks um, if she can get DCI to um, do a neighborhood that she wants. Like, for instance, can she commission them to fly her in her city? Sorry, one more time. Uh, DCI. So she wants to know if she could, like, um, call them up and ask them, like, commission them to fly her her city because she's in uh, Lethbridge. I mean, I would, I would definitely just send them an email and ask them if they're planning to expand there. Um, I mean, the, the, the difficult part, I think, for them, and they'll explain this to you, is to having a sales representative on the ground there. Right? Yeah. Is it worth um, investing the money in a city? Is there enough demand? I yeah. mean, is there enough demand for investors looking for deals there? Um, and then is there, you know, with that demand, is it, is it enough to hire a sales representative to go and close the deals? So, mm -hmm. um, But definitely reach out to them and ask. Um, I think it would be, I think it'd be totally worth it. Yeah. Um, Chris says you're like an ener energizer bunny when helping people out, Wayne. Robin got some good advice at the end of the bus tour at the park. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> it was good meeting Robin. I don't know if he's on. Oh yeah. Here. They were on a, they all drove back to Calgary together, right? So yeah, had a couple hours to chat. <laughs> yeah. Um, it looks like um, Patrick D might have a question that we might need to save for tomorrow. I haven't read it, but it's a big paragraph. Uh, I Okay. Um, I think I know what you're talking about here. I was wondering if I could get your thoughts on something. I haven't read this ahead of time, so I don't know what this says. I was wondering if I can get your thoughts on something. We are set to close on our first rental property June 15th, but the seller just asked for an extension. So backstory. The property was very close to the uh, power of sale. They said that they have not been able to find a place as they don't have the first and last month's rent. 
my thought is to give an inch, they take a mile. Um, you know what I would recommend is if you want it that badly, then um, well, are they getting any proceeds from the sale? I, I, I know we don't have time to, to, to go back and forth on questions and answers, but if they're getting any proceeds from the sale, I mean, I would potentially offer to give them, you know, a deposit or an advance on the first and last month's rent. Or if you want it that badly, um, then just, just give them a couple thousand bucks and get it done with. You know what I mean? But ideally, you would want it to be taken from the proceeds of the sale. Um so that they have the first and last month's rent. Um, you know, that, that property in Otwell that we did there um, just recently. Yep. Um, same thing. The seller needed the, the, the damage deposit in the first month's rent um, in order to, um, to secure a place to move to. Yeah. So we gave an advancement. Yeah, we gave them $5,000. Yeah. And we just wrote it up in a very, very simple email. Um because we had a good relationship with them, but you can, you can sign in, you know, write, in, write a quick little letter in Microsoft Word, acknowledging that this is an advance, you know, uh, from the proceeds um, uh, to be used for this. And you can add it in the terms of your purchase as well, your purchase contract. And then uh, they just deduct it from the proceeds. Very simple stuff in order to get things. I mean, you just got to be creative, right? Mm-hmm. Um um, Annette says insane prize guys. Oh yeah. Referring to the golf tour. Yeah. We're way behind on comments. <laughs> um, yeah, that, sorry. The golf tournaments. I keep saying tour. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, it will not be an easy prize to win though. Uh, okay. Where are we at? I'm getting close to the bottom here. We're getting, we're getting good. I may have missed a, a question or two, but, um, okay. So, Hey, um, I'm going to point this out too, because I had a great conversation um, with them on the bus. But, uh, if you're really concerned about like a really, really, really dirty, you know, property or like a post renovation, um, uh, clean, um, call scream clean. <laughs> it's in the comments here. Um, but they're in Edmonton. It's a cleaning company. Um, uh, met with the owner there on the, on the bus tour. Um, Chris, I am gapping. What is your wife's name again? Just, it, no, sorry. It's just, Screen clean. I think he got it wrong. The pro- uh, <laughs> okay. It's Robin. Okay, great. His name is Robin. Call Robin. Um, just screen clean. Awesome. Okay, I'm getting close. I think I'm catching up to your comments here. All right. Oh, wow, I did it. I got it all done. I got through all the, the messages <laughs> and comments by the end of the show. Um, Rob says, shout out to Wayne and Gabby for a well done job this weekend. It was a lot of work and we really enjoyed the bus tour. Thank you, Rob. Uh, yeah. So in between the time, you're welcome. I, it, was, yes, it was great seeing you're you. Welcome. In between the time that um, I told Gabby not to jinx it and try not to hit a kid on the on the way out of the parking lot, and when we noticed the tire, um, next next conversation we had was like, okay, like, when are we doing it next? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 interesting because like, um, every month like we we are so. It's, it's very rare that we have a weekend off because it seems like, especially during the summer, um, most people plan to have, um, okay, which weeks are we going away to the cottage or which weeks are we going to, you know, boating or camping? 
um, Gabby and I are like, which weekends um, can we squeeze in an open house or our workshops and stuff like that? So I'm curious. I'm looking at the calendar right now. Holy crap. This is, this is, I think, our only weekend this summer where we don't have something going on. It's, I just assume that every weekend is, is jam packed. Um, but this weekend we don't have anything going on. I'm not adding this anything. coming weekend. Yeah. Nothing. Oh, okay. It's crazy. I thought you were talking about the summer. Um, but yeah, we, we are planning to do another, um, fix and flip bus tour. It's just, it's hard. It's like timing. Um, July, we're trying like July, we're going to be busy. Um, we've got a workshop coming up at the end of June. Um, on June 26th, we're doing the, um, the advanced workshop and, and then in August, uh, Calvin's got his, uh, golf tournament. So like, yeah, maybe late August, mm -hmm. as long yeah. as it's not like Labor Day weekend, cause everyone's going to be gone. Right. Yeah. I'd probably say late August. It might, it's a possibility. Um, I'm, I put up a poll in, uh, on Instagram and uh, Facebook there. I'm curious if you guys are interested, you know, go check out my Instagram story and, and vote on it. Um, if there's enough demand, I think that we will. It's so much fun. Yeah. We, oh yeah, for sure. We, yeah, we were like 100% we'll do that again. It was awesome. Like we loved it. You guys loved it. It has to happen again. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm fairly certain we can get a hundred people this time. I don't know if I want to do a third bus. It would just be no. way too many people coming through the houses, yeah. but we can definitely get a few more people on. Um, 70, 75 was like a nice. It was. It was, nice it was great. Yeah. It wasn't too crammed in the buses. The kids were running up and down the aisles and having a blast. Um, I was running up and down the aisles having a blast. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that um, it's a possibility for the end of August, as long as um, it works for everybody. Well, if, if we do make that decision, I think we should make that decision like this week. So that way we can get it out and everybody can start planning before they start planning all their camping trips. Yeah. But, um, yeah, good point. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, you know, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for joining us over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, I told you, I'm always trying to find some different way to end the podcast in a way that kind of leaves you guys inspired. Um, and I don't really have anything right now. <laughs> Some days I do, some days I don't. If you want it bad enough, you know what? Sometimes if you want it bad enough, you got to do it yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go inspire yourselves today. <laughs> uh, it's, um, here's, here's a different perspective. Um, if you're not willing to take action, why why have you been waking up at six o'clock in the morning all this time? Just think about all the extra mornings you could have been sleeping in. If you're not planning on doing anything with your life, you know what I mean? And you're just totally comfortable with just like accepting what it is that, you know, everybody else does and accepting what it is that you have already. You're just going to wake up every day. You're going to brush your teeth. You're going to grab your lunchbox. You're going to you're going to get in your vehicle. You're going to drive to work. You're going to do the same. You're going to pull the same knob and, and push the same button and turn the same wrench every single day for the next 50 to 60 years. Hopefully not 60. If you make bad decisions, it might be 60. It's going to do that for the next 50 years. Uh, if you're okay with that, then sleep in. Jeez, get a couple extra hours. You know what I mean? Um, heck, don't come to our bus tours. 
Spend some time with your family. If you were okay with everything it is that you have and the life that you have, then then don't don't waste time taking these stupid webinars and seminars and morning podcasts and everything else. Just go enjoy your life. You know, live your life and and love and spend it with the people <laughs> that you enjoy spending it with. Okay. Live, love, laugh. Live, love, laugh. Okay. And, and but. But if you are waking up early and you are coming out to these fix and flip tours and you're investing all this time, don't you think it's time that you actually do something? You've invested so much time and so much money. Don't you think it's time that you actually act on it? Maybe today's the day. See you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 